It's not about who you know. It's about who knows you. Welcome to the Coach AJ Lou Show, your number one podcast for living life on your terms. I'm your host, Coach AJ Lou, and get ready to be inspired. What's going on? It is Coach AJ Lou, and welcome to this episode of the Coach AJ Lou Show. So, one of my goals is to record an episode every single day as we approach 2021 i decided to step up my podcast game so i am going to record an episode every single day or die trying (laughs) hopefully stay alive but uh yeah i'm just gonna record one every day on uh different topics and so If you enjoy the podcast, then a lot more content is going to be coming your way. So with that being said, I want to go ahead and talk about today's topic, which is it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. So one of the classic phrases that people have said for years is it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, I would argue And I'm not the inventor of this saying, but uh, I would argue that it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. So I have a few funny stories about this, um, but I'll I'll share the first one um, when I first realized this years and years and years ago. So when I was a freshman in high school, I remember um, I was, you know, I play, I didn't play football my whole life, even though I wanted to, um, you know, my dad was a state championship winning quarterback in high school, in high school for Rancho. Um, that was Rancho's last, the last time Rancho won a state championship. If you're from Vegas, if you're not from Vegas, don't worry about it. But uh, this team is pretty much the laughing stock of high school football nowadays but back in the day they were pretty good and my dad was a quarterback that won state championship his senior year and they've pretty much been pretty bad ever since with a few exceptions you know decent years here and there but uh that's beside the point I didn't play football even though I wanted to um I was scared a couple years when I could have played so I didn't play until I was a freshman in high school in my freshman year, I did not have any clue what the hell I was doing, except for the coaches said, go do this like this, and I would go do that like that, <laughs> you know, so they would say, block that kid and, you know, do this, and I would just do it, and I didn't have any concept of what the hell I was doing, I didn't have any concept of the game, nothing, not at all, I didn't even know you know, when when our coach said we were running shotgun and I watched Remember the Titans. In fact, uh, in Remember the Titans, um, the coach says to, uh, the, you know, one of the coach coaches says to the other coach, who the hell do they think they are running shotgun? Dallas Cowboys? And I thought that running shotgun was so advanced. It was like a, a something that only NFL teams, little did I know that, the movie was based in the 1960s 
and in the year whatever year I was in high uh, 2001 to no 2002 that teams had been running shotgun for many many years and that was something that was rare in the 60s but not so rare in 2002 but uh, needless to say I didn't know shit about shit when it came to football um except for doing what our coaches would say to do right but I was pretty good because I was a very 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 physical kid I think I adopted that physicality from wrestling my little brother uh, pretty much every day for uh, 10 years of my life. So I was a very physical kid, um, you know, pretty aggressive, and that served me well. So I remember one day our coach lines us up in a circle, and he has basically, he brings two kids out, and you have to drive against another kid, right? So basically, there, you, you line up, there's a ball, and whoever drives the other person back wins. And what our coach decided to do was whoever won stayed there, and whoever lost gets out. And so other teammates are going in the circle, and you know they're driving each other, winner, loser, winner, loser. And then it's my turn. And I go out there, and the first kid, boom, drive his ass back. And then the next kid comes up, drive his ass back. And I don't know how many kids I went through. I don't know. It might have been seven. It might have been ten. But I just kept winning over and over and over and over and over again. And then um, coach calls out another kid. And me and this kid go. And I don't completely dominate this kid, given it's like my eighth rep in a row. Um, But we have like a stalemate right so neither one of us drives the other one back and coach is like AJ you're supposed to dominate him you're out of here right so he he kicks me out of the of the middle and go back into the circle right one day one single event one single rep it's just a distant memory fast forward four years later I'm a senior in high school I, you know, I'm pretty good. I've, I've, you know, after my senior year of football, I'm pretty, you know, I was pretty good. I got a full ride scholarship to go play college football as an offensive lineman, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember one day sitting down, hanging out with one of my friends, and he is, he literally says, Man, AJ, you remember that day when we were freshmen? And, uh, you were beating everybody and then you and I went against each other and uh coach gave me the win because you didn't I was the only kid you didn't dominate and I look at him now this is my one of my best friends at the time a kid that you know my junior year we became really close and my senior year we were like best friends and I look at him and I had no freaking idea that he was the kid that I stalemated with. I had no idea. Zero. I, I, I couldn't have told you who the hell the kid was that I stalemated with. I, could have remember, I can remember the event, but I literally had no idea who the kid was that I stalemated with. But this kid, who is now one of my good friends, one of my best friends, literally remembered that day like a... You know, like you would remember a day that you went to 
uh, you know, Disneyland and met uh, Mickey Mouse, right? He remembered the day like it like it was a great memory, and I didn't even I didn't even know it was him, right? And at that moment, I just thought about it. I'm like, it's funny how insignificant moments in one person's life or day could be a really significant moment in another's, right? And I'm not going to tell you that when he said that to me, I all of a sudden had this grand, you know, awakening or epiphany. But as, as I've gotten older, I've realized that you never know who and how you can impact people, right? And it can be both positive and it can be negative, right? There are people that, you know, you might say something to that they perceive in some way and years and years and years later, they remember you for being this amazing person or they remember you for being this crappy person that they really didn't like and it could all be based off of one moment one occurrence right and so with that I've taken that knowledge and it's funny because you know people see all of the content that I put out whether it's you know videos whether it's podcasts like this you know uh whatever it is right people see the content that I put out and it's funny because I've, I've literally restarted like four times because something's weird about my personality where at some point I'm just like, screw this. I'm done. I, and I just want to start over. I don't know why I'm like that. I don't know why I'm wired in that way. What it is about me that makes me act this way, but it's just something that I've done many times. You know, I had at one point I had, you know, thousands of thousands of followers on Instagram and I just deleted my account and started over. I had, you know, thousands of friends on Facebook and people that were coming to me for advice and asking me questions and you know, I was getting clients through it and one day I downloaded an app or not an app, a web app that could delete all of your friends. So I deleted every single friend that I had on Facebook except for like seven people close family. And it's something that I do often, and I don't know why I do it. I, you know, I just get in these modes where I'm like, F this, I'm starting over, or I don't want to be bothered anymore. But the, besides that, the crazy thing is, I produce a lot of content, so I've had the opportunity to, you know, uh, touch or speak to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And it's crazy that the people that pay attention, right? Because one of the most interesting things that I found is that it doesn't matter how many likes you get. It doesn't matter how many shares you get. You don't know who is paying attention. And I can't tell you how many times I've had people uh, reach out to me on Facebook Messenger. I can literally show you my messages or reach out to me on Instagram DM or wherever and say, man, AJ, keep, you know, Hey, I have a question for you or keep producing content, man. Or, Hey man, I love all your stuff. And these are people that I never even knew were paying attention. I did, you know, I had no idea. Right. But it's crazy. You know, it's crazy because 
that is how this works, right? Is it's not about who you know, it's who knows you. And so I want you to think of a very simple example. Okay. Think of whoever your favorite artist is, right? Whoever that person is that, you know, you, you listen to their music when, you know, you're having the good days or the bad days or whatever it is, right? These, these people that you are, are your go-tos, whoever those people are, if you saw them at a movie theater or at a mall or at a grocery store, you would feel some kind of way because you know who they are, but they would not feel anything because they don't know who you are. Right. And so there's something special about being able to get people to know you. And I'm not saying this in some kind of conceited way, like, oh, you know, blah, blah. No, that's not that's not it at all. What I'm saying is that there is something special about being known by others and being known creates opportunities for you because people will have a perceived relationship with you. Now, this gets into some marketing stuff that I'm not going to talk about on this podcast because this podcast isn't necessarily a marketing podcast. But what I will say is that when you put content out and you reveal things about yourself, like I do on this podcast, and you share vulnerable moments and vulnerable stories about your life, you know, people will naturally become closer to you. They'll naturally feel connected to you. And when that happens, when people start to feel closer to you and start to feel connected to you, what happens is they now have a relationship with you, even if you may not yet have a relationship with them. So very simple versions of this is there are people right now on online, you know, I can name a few, a guy named Brandon Carter, guy named Russell Brunson, guy named Frank Kern, guy named Dan Kennedy. Um, there's a list of these different people that I know their stories, right? I know their stories because I've listened to their content. I've listened to their podcasts. I've watched their YouTube videos and I know their stories. I bought their trainings, but they don't know who I am. And the, you know, there's I have a perceived relationship with these people, but they don't have any relationship with me. And so because of my perceived relationship with them, I buy their stuff. I give them my money in exchange for things that I perceive as valuable because they were vulnerable online. And I was able to hear that relate to their story and got enough value from their stories that I decided to take my money and invest it in their programs, right? And it's a powerful thing. And it's crazy because that's how us as human beings connect is through stories. It's through vulnerability. It's through, you know, being able to reveal parts of ourselves that other people are thinking, but aren't willing to say. And that's, that's the magic, right? That's the magic. And so I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm 32 years old right now as, as of this recording, um, I've 
you know, created a bunch of content. I've deleted a bunch of content, you know, and I don't, I, I'm not organized enough in my own life to go back and repost shit and see what I did post and didn't post and what got taken. I just post, I just put stuff out and, you know, I've had some, some young kids on, uh, you know, from TikTok reach out to me on Instagram and, you know, ask for some advice or, you know, ask some questions and, you know, I just try to help as best I can. But, you know, you think about this being me being 32 years old, putting out the amount of content that I do, you take that and you multiply it times the next 10 years. And when I'm 42, there is going to be so much content out there that there are going to be hundreds of thousands or millions of individuals that have a perceived relationship with me because they heard one, 10, 15, 20, a hundred, a thousand different pieces of content from me. And that is relationship capital that you can take, you can leverage. I don't want to say take advantage of because it can be perceived in the wrong way, but you can leverage and you know, you take that and then you multiply it by another 10 years, you know, and you, you start looking and you're like, man, no wonder how, you know, people that are in their sixties, like Grant Cardone, or, you know, these different people have built up these massive audiences because it multiplies, right? One person listens to you. They tell their friends about it. They tell their friends, they, you know, they share your stuff. They share. It's just an amazing opportunity to be a content creator. Now, the thing that people may get wrong is they're thinking short term, right? And I've been there, right? You think, oh man, I, you know, nobody's listening to my stuff. Nobody's listened to my shit. That's because you haven't found your voice. I learned this from um, a couple of my marketing mentors is that you got to find your voice and you produce content initially, not to get other people to listen, but to just be able to find your voice and find the best way for you to tell stories and produce content and feel confident and comfortable when you're producing stuff, right? Because I can say, I can record these podcasts and say these things without using 50,000 ums and buts and, um, 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 yeah, 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 but, 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 right. Because it's practice because I've done so many repetitions of this over and over and over again that I can sit there and do it, or I can turn on a camera right now and do a video. I can do a live, you know, I'm just comfortable doing these things because I've had so many repetitions at them. And you just think five, 10, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, uh, you know, that's what, where mastery is developed and you got to start somewhere. You got to pick up the phone and record a video. You got to pick up the phone and record a podcast and you just got to do it. And perfection is the enemy of greatness. As crazy as that sounds, there've been studies that have shown that repetition, doing things over producing something over and over and over again ends up with better outcomes than trying to do one thing perfect one time. And so it's not about doing the perfect thing or making the perfect podcast or recording the perfect video. As idealistic as that sounds, that's not the path to success. Are there some people that have done the one thing the one time and that was their magic breakthrough? Absolutely. But those are unicorns. You don't want to try to be the exception to the rule. You want to be the rule, right? And I don't mean that you want to just be like everyone else. But if I said, hey, the easiest way to make a million dollars is to take 
200 bucks a month invested into this account every month for the next 10 years or next 20 years. And then once a year, you go in and you adjust your portfolio in this way. And with this, you will absolutely have a million dollars in this many years, right? Well, if you for sure want to be a millionaire and you follow the blueprint, you're following the rule, right? Or I can say, hey, uh, this new method to become a millionaire has never worked before, but you should go try it. I know one guy one time in the history of humanity that had success with this. That is being the exception to the rule. You don't want to try to be the exception to the rule. You want to find out what the rule is and let that rule or that law work for you, right? So my point in this whole episode is really simple. It's not about who you know. It's about who knows you. And it's not about being perfect. It's about doing it. It's about putting it out there and letting people have their perceived relationship with you. And the thing is, 50% of people, okay, it's not 50%. Let me do it a law of thirds. One third of people are going to love you. One third of people are going to hate you. And one third of people are going to give a shit less. And so if you know that out of every hundred people you meet, only one third of those people are actually going to like you, you might as well be your real self and let the ones who like you like the real you and let the ones who hate you hate the real you and the ones who don't give a shit weren't going to give a shit anyway. So that is my little tidbit, (laughs) my little piece of advice for this episode. Um, I hope you got some value from it. I appreciate you listening. Please share this with a friend if you think someone needs to hear it post it on social, whatever you need to do to get the word out. But like I said, I am ramping up this podcast game. The goal is one every day. I ain't promising you nothing because, you know, shit happens. But uh, I thank you for listening. I thank you for supporting and uh, I will see you on the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Coach AJ Lou Show. If you are serious about getting some help learning how to attract and retain customers for your business, head over to inspiredefforts.com and you can set up a time for us to talk or shoot. If you just have some questions, you like the show, shoot me a note. Also follow me everywhere online, primarily Instagram at Coach AJ Lou. And uh, I will continue to post valuable content there for you to help you live life on your terms. Peace.